Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020. You're listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The FBI warns of a street gang plot targeting Chicago cops. Protesters march in Los Angeles after police shoot an armed suspect. Democrats float a new conspiracy theory about President Trump. Scientists say many confirmed cases of COVID are actually false. Economists rank the most taxed cities in the USA. Also ahead, the betrayal industry in America. But first, the Department of Homeland Security warning police officers in Chicago about a new gang plot to kill them. The FBI says street thugs are planning to shoot on sight members of law enforcement in the Windy City and then post the videos on social media. At least 36 local gangs are allegedly involved in the conspiracy. Two officers in Chicago were shot during a traffic stop over the weekend. The L.A. Sheriff's Department shot a black man riding a bicycle after he dropped a bundle of clothing concealing a gun. Officers say the suspect was told to get off his bike, then punched a police officer. The department confirming a 9mm handgun was found near the 29-year-old's body. There have been some small protests over the incident. Democrats and their media allies promoting yet another conspiracy theory surrounding President Trump, this time saying that Mr. Trump may have suffered a series of strokes last November. New York Times reporter Michael Schmidt, not a reliable correspondent, claimed Mike Pence, the vice president, was poised to assume the presidency. Story, of course, has been denied another New York Times fable, it seems. Researchers now believe many confirmed cases of COVID are bogus. A new report says many tests are simply too sensitive. An influx in lab work has slowed patients' results to more than 10 days in some states as the pandemic continues to cause chaos. Forbes magazine ranking the highest tax cities in America. Number one, San Francisco. City by the Bay has $1.5 billion in payroll costs, including $450,000 for the mayor. Study found 44,000 San Francisco employees earned more than $130,000 last year. Least tax place in America, Cheyenne, Wyoming. In a moment, Judas would love modern America. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 
877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. The betrayal industry in America. Judas Iscariot, the man who turned over Jesus to the bad guys. His story is well told in the New Testament, and there is a reason. Betrayal is a terrible sin, and it is out of control in America. Now, this is interesting. In the criminal subculture, you will be killed or harmed if you betray other criminals. That is considered the worst thing you can do, again, in the criminal subculture. But in the media and legal culture, if you betray someone who is wealthy or famous, or even in a divorce situation, you can get rich, and you will be applauded in the media in some cases. A few examples. President Trump's niece, Mary, wrote a book that sold a lot of copies. She betrayed her entire family. She surreptitiously taped her aunt. That means she had a conversation with her aunt, and the woman had no idea that Mary Trump was taping her. All right? Melania Trump's friend, her assistant in the White House, surreptitiously taped her for a book. She had no idea. President Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen, while he was working for Mr. Trump, taped him on the phone. Now, Melania Trump's assistant, Michael Cohen, Mary Trump, they did it for money. They all got book contracts. Jerry Falwell Jr., he got involved with some crazy guy, he and his wife. They did some nefarious things, I guess. And the guy tried to extort him, according to Mr. Falwell. On and on and on and on. Ellen DeGeneres. All right, how many people have turned against her? Again, I don't know what Mr. DeGeneres did or did not do, but they're coming out of the woodwork to hammer her. Now, I'm sure you have heard lawyers advertising on TV and radio. If somebody did you wrong, no matter what it is, come to us. And the industry is this. Somebody walks in, says, X did this to me. The lawyer doesn't investigate, just takes the allegation, draws up a complaint, files a civil lawsuit or threatens to, unless the person accused pays money. And then if the person doesn't, the lawyer goes to the press. And the press gobbles it up. Page one if you're famous and rich. But this can happen to you, to the everyday American, because there are only 10 states that prohibit secret recordings. The other 40 say it's fine. So now, in the age of the smartphone, where just a flick of the thumb can turn on a recorder, you'll never know it. And if you're talking on the phone, and if you're texting or emailing, all of that can be used against you if you say something questionable. Beware, we live in a nation of betrayal. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. And also check out my new book, Killing Crazy Horse, out next Tuesday. In a moment, something you might not know. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day, 75 years ago, Imperial Japan formally surrendered to the Allied forces of the USA, United Kingdom, Soviet Union, officially ending the Second World War on this day. Less than one month before, the USA dropped two atomic bombs on the cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Japanese Emperor Hirohito gave up shortly after that, telling his subjects on the radio, quote, the enemy has begun to employ a new and most cruel bomb, the power of which to do damage is indeed incalculable, unquote. Now, that was the first time the Japanese public had ever heard the emperor's voice. He was considered a god in Japan, even though he wore thick glasses. The Pacific Theater of World War II would rank as the most destructive event in human history. Between 1937 and 1945, more than 30 million people were killed across Asia, including 26 million civilians, mostly during the brutal Japanese occupation of China and Korea. Roughly 115,000 Americans would die in the Pacific, with another 250,000 wounded. The atomic bombs destroyed 10 square miles in seconds and almost immediately killed 200,000 Japanese people. World War II is the most violent event in history, as I mentioned. 4% of the entire world's population was wiped out. 80 million deaths overall. More than 60 million European civilians displaced. And here's something else you might not know. The global conflict also sparked one of the most controversial policies in American history. Beginning in February 1942, President Roosevelt signed Executive Order 9066, creating military bases to forcibly house Japanese people living in the USA. The camps would hold 120,000 people of Japanese descent. The Supreme Court ultimately ruled that loyal U.S. citizens could not be detained due to cultural descent. However, the final internment camp was closed in March 1946 six months after the Japanese surrendered to the Allies. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth, delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.